Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard, and with me, joining me as always, the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the dew to my drop, Steven Davidson, how you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm surviving. Somebody pulled out in front of me or started to as Ooh. I was driving today, just slowly creeping out and just kept creeping and kept creeping and, you know, we're going to settle it. We're going to have a Hell in a Cell match. Okay, uh, okay. Um, yeah, um, I had an online student who wanted uh, an extension. I didn't think they deserve really to have one for their due date. So we're going to settle that with a Hell in a Cell match on Friday. Okay. Um, um, uh, my ex-girlfriend and my current girlfriend not getting along too well right now. They're going to settle with a Hell in a Cell match on Saturday. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, it's kind of the way things are done these days. Yeah, well, you know, and usually you have a question when we start shows. I have a question. Oh, okay. This time, I, I, I I'm curious. Mm-hmm. You, you like to write sometimes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and, and you're a wrestling fan. I think, right? of course. Yes, you know, we have a podcast. You feel you're knowledgeable of the product. I believe so. Okay. So, unfortunately, I have to tell you that that means you probably would not get a job on the WWE writing creative team. <laughs> <laughs> because I like to do it too much? Well, no, because you're knowledgeable. Did you see this article? Oh. <laughs> One of the current writers did an interview on, I guess, a podcast or a website, and she was talking about she knew nothing about the product when she was hired. Oh. Like, literally. She was like, yeah, I think there's a – a champion, his name's like Robert uh, Sally or Bobby Lastly. Like, shouldn't know the name of the champ. Oh, boy. I mean, oh, she, boy. She, yeah, it's it was interesting read. And I was like, OK, well, and, and, you know, no disrespect to her talent because she is a talented writer elsewhere. Sure. And that's why they brought her in. Right. Um, but Wow. Hiring people that have zero knowledge of what they're supposed to be writing about doesn't seem like the best way <laughs> to improve your creative. <laughs> doesn't. I wonder if there if if that's the role they wanted for her, like to come up with the creative or to or to take the creative that others come up with and mold it into something that is better presented storyline wise. And that could be she's primarily a comedy writer before. Okay. So maybe that that's her maybe that's why they hired her to enhance, you know, some comedic on air Here are the ideas. What do you have? Yeah, maybe. Who Could knows? Be. It's Who still knows? gonna be better for for the writers to have some knowledge. I, yes. I would agree. At least you would think. You would think I guess any, yeah. You know, and it's just my opinion, but I just I that story was funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay. That's interesting. I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, but uh welcome to the show, everybody. Uh welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Uh if, if you saw our post uh, uh over the weekend we thank you guys for uh supporting us we passed that thousand download um milestone which is awesome uh here's to an- another thousand hopefully yep. uh Thank- it- thanks for 995 of them mom yes yes mothers thank you thank you thank you uh but uh yeah hopefully we get to the next thousand in uh, half the time that'd be awesome uh, what gotta build 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 that's 
exponential growth. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, we got plenty to talk about this week. Uh, but first, as always, we've got to do our three count segment and a uh, great challenge this week. What was our challenge? I wanted to know what you considered to be the three most shocking booking decisions in wrestling history as far as match results go. Yes. Um, and uh, I thought this was a really cool one. It's a little bit different. Again, we like to mix it up, make, you know, make the three count, not just our, you know, three favorite matches or three favorite wrestlers, but something a little bit outside the box. That's what we like. Um, but since the challenge was to me, I guess I got to go first. And admittedly, this first one, eh, you, you'll tell me if I, I'm cheating on this one. The only way you're cheating is if it wasn't shocking. Well, it was shocking. Uh, okay. Or if it wasn't a match. No, it was a match. It was a match. Okay. Um, but uh, going back to uh, WrestleMania 31 uh, and the Reigns versus Lesnar and then Seth cashing in money in the bank mm. and then making it a triple threat and Seth then winning. I thought that was brilliant and awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my favorite Mania moments. Uh, but yeah, I just I, I love that they that they pulled the trigger on that, and I didn't expect that. Um, well, I guess I, I kind of did going in. I did kind of jokingly predict that was going to happen, and then it did uh, on my Facebook page. But so how shocking was this, Tim? It was just shocking that they actually went through with it. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> um, it, it always it never made complete sense to me because I always thought it would have made more sense for him to let the match end. Let mm-hmm. one of the two be out of the running and then pick the scraps for the winner. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe not. If the winner's standing tall, maybe not. Yeah, but still. Uh, yeah. Interesting. And, and like I say, uh, the crowd obviously loved it. You know, you oh, got yeah. the, the surprise at Mania, and that was a huge one. Um, yeah. And it was also kind of shocking that it happened for me because earlier in the night, he had wrestled Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. So expecting him to come out, that was also kind of like, eh, maybe it's not going to happen. Uh, but it ended up happening and was awesome. I, I That was actually kind of what made me wonder if he was going to cash in. Not only that he wrestled Orton, but that he lost to Orton. Ah. It felt very Bret Hart, WrestleMania 10. Okay, okay, yeah. Where Bret loses to O and he comes back and wins, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, usually they don't follow through on things that people predict them to do. So, yeah, okay, all right, I can see that. Okay. All right. Okay, for me, a little more straightforward here. Okay. Uh, number three, I'm going King of the Ring 1993, Hulk Hogan dropping the WWF Championship to Yokozuna in the first title defense of that reign. Ah. Back then, number one, wrestlers didn't lose titles on their first title defense. Yes. Period. <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, title reigns lasted months, if not years. There weren't really transitional champions back then. Mm-mm. No. And it definitely didn't happen if your champion was Hulk Hogan yeah. <laughs> in the WWF. That didn't happen. Um, now, what we didn't know is that he was pretty much done and leaving right. WWF. We didn't know that, though. We didn't have the internet. Um, that was not a thing in 1993. So we didn't have, unless you subscribe to uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, then you had no insight into what was going on backstage. And even then it was debatable. Yes. Um, so it was completely shot. I mean, I, I was, I was resting easy. I was completely confident that my guy was holding on to that title. 
Uh, this is just a requisite rematch after WrestleMania. And um, no, didn't happen. And not only did it not happen, but Yokozuna beats him with his own move. So uh, I was pretty shocked. I think most people were pretty shocked. Uh, Hogan didn't lose. Hogan didn't lose title matches and Hogan didn't lose first title defenses, but all three of those things happened in this match. Yeah. Uh, definitely. It, it has the shock value for sure. Now, unfortunately for me at this time, this is back when I wasn't um, or didn't have, or didn't know the way to steadily consume the product. Uh, so it was still renting tapes and stuff. So I was a little behind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember finally seeing that. And even I was just like, what? <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, good choice. But like I say, yeah, we, if we, we know better now because we've heard about all the drama and everything going on with him coming back briefly and then heading back out and then leading himself to WCW. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but yeah, a great choice at number three. Great choice. Um, my number two is going to SummerSlam with Brock Lesnar and John Cena. And he utterly mauled him, squash match, busted him open. Wow. Just how that match played out was, uh, I mean, might not be that shocking that Brock won, but how he won and how they booked that match was incredible. Um, I remember just being in awe watching that like i can't believe what i'm seeing yeah i just i i don't know <laughs> lots of little uh disappointed cena fans yes that night yes yeah. um because like i say it was just i think cena got like maybe two moves in and then it was just suplex 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 elbow 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 <laughs> yeah oh. yeah uh yeah he had like a brief flurry um yeah it, it wasn't much it was yeah squash is pretty apt yeah for the description of that match and yeah i, I actually i love the match uh it was so different so unique we didn't see stuff like that yeah uh yeah after the fact i absolutely love how they did it and, and what they did but yeah like just at the time it's i just would have never expected it yeah. and that's what made it great yeah yeah. All right. So for me, my number two going to Survivor Series 2016, you thought it was shocking when Brock destroyed John Cena. What about when Goldberg destroyed Brock? Yeah. In one minute and 20 seconds. We didn't know Goldberg was sticking around. We yeah. thought he was in for one match. So again, everybody was just kind of like, man, all right, we know where this is going. Brock is just going to destroy him and uh get another notch in his belt and uh not only did he not do that and did he lose the match but in less than a minute and a half yeah brock lesnar after destroying every after destroying john cena Mm -hmm. and destroying everybody else that comes that had come his way yeah that was pretty crazy and uh not anything we saw coming and uh yeah I, i liked the story that unfolded from there with Goldberg and Brock. I'm not sure that Goldberg needed to win the title along the way. Yeah. That's my um, biggest problem with it is that they put mm-hmm. the strap on him. Yeah. I and think robbed we us done... of uh, Owens and Jericho. Mm-hmm. I think we could have done without that component of it, but I love the stuff they did at the rumble and going into Brock winning finally at WrestleMania. 
Um, I, I did like all of that stuff. And yeah, it was kicked off by a pretty shocking Survivor Series match. Yes, uh, agreed. That's a great choice at number two. Love that one. Like I say, I, my only issue was the title. That was the only thing. Otherwise, I thought, you know, Goldberg coming back and, and that shock victory at Survivor Series, again, how they rolled into uh, Rumble and how they led up to the Mania was great. Um, I, again, you know, I just wish we could have gotten the title match between Jericho and Owens that they deserve for the great work they had done that year. Right. Uh, as opposed to shifting it. But hey, that's just what they do. <laughs> yeah, that is what they do. Yep. Yeah, my number one uh, is going to TV. I'm going to January fourth, nineteen ninety nine. Current champion after a little bit of a tie-in, sort of, after defeating Goldberg to take the title off of him. Goldberg's first loss, Kevin Nash, uh, then shows up. And Hogan and him are jawing, and they set up a match, which leads to the infamous finger poke of doom. Mm. Uh, And just a a huge WTF moment uh, on on Nitro and was kind of the death knell of of Nitro as well. Uh, When you talk about shocking, because it it was such a poor decision, I feel. Mm-hmm. with how they did it um yeah <laughs> just many people see that as a nail in the coffin for them. yeah uh because i mean it was all wwe was already on the winning side uh starting to just whoop them in the ratings with the attitude era and full steam ahead with like stone cold and the rock and yeah this was uh, kind of a, as nash has talked about it was kind of a last dish ditch effort you know they were like we're gonna try and simplify nwo back to its core group and try to get another run out of it, but it was just too little too late. And I, again, I think the execution just didn't, it hurt them more than it helped them. Um, I don't think it helped them at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, just crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, I mean, it was an insult to the championship. Yes. It was an insult to the audience. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, it felt like they were going back to the NWO, which I think people were kind of ready to move beyond at that point. They they had just they they again it was they'd oversaturated it was just too much mm. NWO yeah um, and it it had, it had, they had turned the corner on it months ahead ahead of time and it just it needed to kind of die <laughs> <laughs> yes yes to put a a pretty fine point on it yes. yeah <laughs> um, um but yeah what yeah. A, sh- a shocking way to uh, treat the championship. And and switch gears, which it, it just ended up stalling out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, for my number one, I didn't see any other choice. I had to go with with my. my uh, I had one, it was what I had in mind when I made the challenge. Ah, and and of course, we're talking WrestleMania 30. Brock Lesnar ending the streak of the Undertaker. Yep. Talk I mean, about we've all shock. seen the guy in the front row. Yeah. Right. We all had that look on our faces. Every one of us. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw that coming. That was not the story they had built up to that point. Yeah. And it was it was pretty obvious Vince changed his mind last second because the story they had built was telling the story of an Undertaker win. Um, and when Brock got that three count, first of all, Undertaker was knocked loopy yep. early in the match. Um, so the match wasn't as good as it should have been because he was just trying to get through it yeah um they had much better matches 
uh, outside of that one. So the, it, the crowd was kind of quiet, was kind of dead for it in the moment. But also because it didn't matter how many F5s Lesnar hit on The Undertaker. We thought he was kicking out. Yeah. And so there was no drama around any of these near falls because we just all knew The Undertaker was going to win this match. Mm-hmm. And when that three count hit, um, yeah, we all had the look of the face. Uh, Even Paul face Heyman at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of the few guys who knew what was going to happen. Right. <laughs> and he was right. still shocked because it, it's kind of like Hogan slamming Andre. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay. We think it's going to happen. We're pretty sure it's going to happen. But even when it happened, you're just like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. Well, see, I didn't think it would happen. I didn't think Undertaker would ever lose at WrestleMania. I thought he'd retire with the streak intact. Well, like, as, as a fan, for me, every year around WrestleMania, since they started making a deal of the streak, um, there was always that little bit in the back of my mind, okay, what if this is the year it ends? And that was every year. It's like, okay, what if Batista ends the streak? What if... Orton beats the streak. What if CM Punk ends the streak? You know, whatever. Um, so there was always the it could happen in the back of your mind, but again, like you say, leading into it, not the story they were giving us, not the the, the way we were expecting anything to happen. But yeah, what a shocking moment! Um, and yeah, it was the Denarius heel turn. That wasn't yeah. the story they were building. No, nope. <laughs> and, and this loss was not the story they were building. But I got to tell you, and people are going to disagree with me, and you can hate me. That's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> I liked it. I yeah. liked Lesnar winning this match. I was so tired of Undertaker matches at WrestleMania because I knew how they were going to turn out every time. There was yeah. no drama. I was sick of the predictability and everybody talks about, Oh, it's so predictable. We hate predictable. But then they're like, yeah, the streak. (laughs) You can't have it both ways. Do you hate predictable stuff or do you love the streak? So um, I was glad to see the streak end. Um, I thought Brock was a good choice because he was credible. I believed it. Um, I I wouldn't have believed Ken Kennedy ending the streak. I wouldn't have bought it. I think it would have hurt the undertaker. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt the undertaker to lose to Brock Lesnar. He's Brock Lesnar. So I thought I, my only wish is that Undertaker hadn't been knocked crazy, knocked for a loop, so that the match had been better. But other than that, um, I was all for it. Yeah, uh, again, and I love, there's a a story Paul Heyman has told about uh, this match because, uh, you know, how fans just love to speculate <laughs> and let rumors run wild. And uh, he was at like a Q&A thing, I believe with inside the ropes and a fan asked him, you know, um, was it supposed to happen? Was it booked that way? Or, you know, uh, suggesting that Undertaker just did, wasn't able to kick out or something or that it was called like on the fly, uh, like it, like going into the match, it wasn't supposed to end that way, but then that's how it ended. Mm-hmm. However, circumstance. And I love Heyman's response because it's, it's so Heyman. He's like, and I, I'm not going to go to the whole thing because it's very it's a it's a long thing. But well, it's Heyman. <laughs> it's Heyman. Um, yeah. But essentially, he says, "Look at Brock Lesnar and look what he's done outside of WWE with UFC and everything else. If Brock wanted to win that match, do you think the Undertaker or anybody else in the moment would be able to stop him?" And he's like, he's like, I know that's not really answering your question, 
because I like to keep the buzz going and make it, you know, mysterious. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing to ponder, but no, of course that's how it was booked. <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on. Let's right. Yeah. 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 Um, if, if Brock had been going into business for himself, we'd know about it. We'd know. Point. Yeah. 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 Um, he would not have been rewarded yeah. the way that he was after that. But no. And again, I liked the decision. I like, again, because he was so credible and I look back and it's like the only, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I could have bought Batista beating him at the time. Because yeah. it was a beast. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the the two Shawn Michaels matches, the Triple yes. H match, I could have seen any of those. Yeah, uh, being a time for the streak to end. Uh, I just heard a lot of people saying it should have been an up and comer, and I think that would have been ridiculous. It needed to be someone who was already established, who was shown that they they could hang and that they could beat main eventers, not someone who was on their way up and hadn't gotten an, a. a handful of really high profile victories yet right um and i agree with that um wholeheartedly but yeah no great choice for number one definitely one of if not the most shocking uh victory (laughs) in wrestling history um but yeah crazy great great three count uh what are your favorite shocking booking decisions and, and and with match results uh from history let us know uh, we'll give you all the deets at the end of the show. It, it, it's my turn to challenge. And have it. Uh, this week, I am challenging you. I'd like to know what your three favorite title reigns have been. Oh, okay. Now, the criteria is, uh, you know, from just the point that they win the title to when they lose it uh, right. for the first time. So I, I'm kind of eliminating anyone who kind of, you know, or they traded titles with somebody back and forth for three months, you know, kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it could still be a short title run mm-hmm. if you thought. It yeah. Was like if, if, if it was one of those title runs within that three months that I thought was really great, it could be one of those. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, but it, w- it wouldn't be like the, the five title runs. Combined. Yeah. It's not, you know, right. you can't lump in like, like rock and Foley. The, the yeah. 99 and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Your three favorite title runs um, that, that you've, had in wrestling history. I think that's going to be a fun one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fairly straightforward and not one that I, had ever occurred to me. So yeah, good call. All right, cool. All right. Well, yeah. Tune in next week for that. Uh, let's jump into our show proper and uh, let's go back to SmackDown of last week. And uh, you know, cause we're in the time of year that normally in the past, and I wish they would bring it back. King of the ring would normally be around this time and um we haven't had a, a decent king of the ring <laughs> kind of event other uh, because when they have done it in the past it's been on tv there hasn't been a yeah. pay-per-view king of ring i i can't 2002 uh, okay yeah so almost 20 years yeah um but we did get a uh, battle for the crown between shinsuke shinsuke nakamura the uh king of strong style and of course, King Corbin. And uh, I, I kind of like this. I like the, because I, I, I like, I'm loving Shinsuke. I'm loving Rick Boogs. <laughs> I'm digging it. It is a stupid name, but he's owning it. And so I'm kind of into it. He's entertaining, man. Yeah. <laughs> he is just really, really entertaining. Um, but yeah, so Nakamura, of course, uh, knocking off King Corbin. And I guess now is just Baron Corbin again. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess. so. 
Um, and now we've got King Nakamura. I, got, uh, I, I didn't see it coming. I got to say, I thought I thought Corbin was going to win. Yeah, um, but I like that they're you know giving Nakamura some some push and hopefully you know build him up for a contender for Reigns. Um, yeah. So we're not recycling the same people. Right. <laughs> Give us something yeah. new. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. And uh, people are speculating this could lead to another King of the Ring tournament somehow. I'm not really sure how we would get there, but um, I know Xavier Woods would want to be part of it. King Xavier. <laughs> that's uh, that's all he <laughs> he's been tweeting about it for years. He wants to be King of the Ring. Oh, he well, still I... tweets about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I did not realize and, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like his dream in wrestling is to be King of the Ring. And so yeah, I think he's earned it. That match with Riddle. And yeah. then this past Monday on Raw, he certainly he he worked hard, and so yeah, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. I like it, King Xavier. I dig it, um, or the Austin King, <laughs> the Austin King, Austin. Green. Oh yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was thinking Steve Austin. <laughs> but uh, but hey, funny you should say that though. A couple days ago it was twenty five years to the day since that King of the Ring. <laughs> yeah. We attended that we attended um, yeah. first pay-per-view. Yep. Uh, yeah. And you, and yeah, Austin winning and coining or giving that promo and coining yep. Austin three sixteen. Uh, yeah. Which is awesome. Uh, let's see. Also on SmackDown, of course they moved up. We had a little switch uh, at the last second. Really? Yeah. After uh, we recorded last week's show. Yes. <laughs> they did our it up for us. And then they immediately pretty much said, nah, you know what? Uh, Reigns uh, versus Rey Mysterio in Hell in a Cell is going to take place on SmackDown. And uh, a good match. You know, mm-hmm. so it was a great match. Um, Reigns, of course, retaining um, over Rey. I like that he won with a move that we don't see him win with. Yeah. The guillotine. Yeah, I like that. And uh, he's starting to... He's, he's not Randy Orton. He's not Randy Orton. He's not Drew McIntyre who only yeah. win with, with one move. He's right. mixing it up. And that's going to make all of his matches more interesting, more mm-hmm. dramatic, more exciting. I love this. Um, you know who didn't love it? The oh, USA Lord. Network. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> right. USA Network uh, apparently pretty ticked <laughs> that uh, uh, this got moved to, uh, to SmackDown and as an extension, Peacock. Not very happy, apparently, uh, that this big marquee matchup was no longer going to be on their streaming service. Yeah. So interesting drama behind the scenes there. Yeah. Well, um, and, and they're saying that the reason that they put it on on SmackDown is because Fox is mad that they're promoting a rival network's streaming service mm. on Fox. And so it was to placate Fox. So, ugh. yeah, it's it's it's. Kind of like, you know, like WWE has is dating two different people and, yeah. try, and trying to keep them both happy. And uh, I'm, I, I wonder what kind of uh, future developments yeah. will come about because of this. Will yes. we see a lot of this sort of thing? Uh, I, don't I don't know. And at that point, it's like, okay. Not that I don't mind having, you know, big marquee matchups on SmackDown, but again... We don't want it to be the norm because then what's the point of the pay-per-view? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when does that become superfluous? Um, yeah. 
So yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm when, interested. When, to when, see. when does it become what? Superfluous. Superfluous. Yeah, superfluous. <laughs> superfluous. Superfluous. Yes. <laughs> superfluous. Superfluous. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you knew what I was saying. I think they did too. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but yeah, so interesting to see uh, if the, what all fallout or changes happen because of this. Um, I mean, other sports like you know the MLB, uh, basketball, they're on multiple channels and they're always promoting upcoming games and championships and other. So I don't know. I know it's different with this because of the streaming platform, but I, I don't know. I'm sure they can get it worked out. At least I hope. <laughs> what I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. No more Peacock. Give us the network back. <laughs> Give us the network back. Yes, that would be nice. Um, still not liking how they I, actually. I, I don't like how you have to find like episodes of Raw. Right. It's Good hard to find anything. There's no organization. No organization. Yeah. Because I, I mean, and like you have to go into shows and you have to go all the way down to Raw. Then you have to go by season <laughs> and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, a decent search function would be nice <laughs> or, or just organization like yes. the way it was organized on the network yes, yes. <laughs> oh <sighs> but anyway, anyway. <laughs> but yeah uh, anything else on smackdown you want to highlight uh no most everything else was kind of uh leading into the pay-per-view so we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get to that when we talk about hell and Cell. All right, uh, let's jump over to some aew um not a lot to talk about this week but we did have um uh, Jake Hager versus Wardlow in the uh, cage in an MMA style uh, fight. And I really liked this. I, I liked how they did this. I thought it was great. And of course, Hager picks up the win, which he does or has done it for real. So, you know, credibility. <laughs> right. Uh, not that Wardlow's not a big old beast of a dude, but. Um, technique counts. Technique counts. And, and it was it was interesting because you know, this is a, a worked shoot fight, you know, right. As I, I guess you would put it. So it was interesting because it started out and it was very MMA. And then you kind of had that power bomb spot into the cage. Just like, okay, there's the, there's the sports entertainment part. getting wrapped right. in, but I liked it. I thought it was, I thought they pulled it off very, very well. It was different. I liked it. Yeah. And they didn't go over the top with it. They didn't, they didn't try to get all, you know, Lucha bros and do any sorts of crazy stuff. And, uh it 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 it's it's my favorite word it's the one i use all the time it was believable and so i like it wasn't utami and shuri but you know hager and wardlow are not utami and shuri so it's not going to be um but uh, it was it was definitely more believable than most uh, i won't say most than a lot of what aew gives so um i i yeah i had no problem with it i liked it excellent yeah, also in AEW this week, of course, we had um, Darby Allen in that handicap match against Ethan Page and Scorpio uh, Sky. I hate handicap matches. And we got the correct result. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page won. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we got the believable At result. least there's that, yes. But they did, I mean, they made you think that Darby was going to pull it out um, with coffin drops from everywhere he could throw them from. <laughs> yeah. Um. But in the end, uh, he did take the pinfall and it gives him because uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page needed a win. <laughs> a, yeah, <laughs> they've kind of become running buddies. Um, 
And so it helps them immensely, and you can kind of further uh, the feud a little bit. Is that applause? Hey, no, it, 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 they like what you're saying. Yes. Ah, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so it, it was the right call. Uh, we also got uh, some more uh, lead up for Jungle Boy and um, Kenny Omega and their championship match going down this Saturday on Saturday Night Dynamite. Um, so interesting. Some, you know, not a lot going on, a lot of build just for the, what you know, is going to be a, a pretty marquee Saturday night uh, of wrestling for them with some big matches. So I am excited to see specifically the Omega and the, and the jungle boy match. I am excited for that. Yeah. That'll be interesting. It's a different, a different type of match from what we're used to seeing. And, and I've got to say kind of the type of main event, I think we should be seeing on TV. I don't right now. That's not a pay-per-view main event. Right. Um, and so it's it's perfect for a weekly tv show you're getting to see the champion but not against another established main eventer in a match that should be stay for pay-per-view so yeah i think i think it's it's pretty well booked and uh it's intriguing and it'll be fun to watch but it's not going to give something away that people are going to want to pay money for and it's not going to give something give us the fifth match between you know omega and jericho or right um not that they've wrestled that many times, but I couldn't come up with a name. But you, you, you get what I'm saying. Yes. AEW, uh, uh, change the subject a little bit. They put out their rankings, which they do. Yep. Um, and they basically just said, screw you, math. <laughs> I saw your post. What is this? <laughs> like, okay, look, number one ranked for the men, Jungle Boy, with a record of nine and one. Mm-hmm. Number two ranked Adam Page with a record of 10 and one. His record's better. Yep. Yep. Orange Cassidy, 10, one and one is number three. And then Will Hobbs, nine and one at number four with the same record as Jungle Boy, who's number one. Yep. On the women's side, you've got Ty Conti, 16 and three between Nyla Rose and Thunder Rosa who both have records of 15 and two. How is she between two people with the same win loss record? True. That one is because I can, I can at least give a semblance of an explanation to the men's side because jungle boy won the battle Royal makes him automatically number one. Uh, And then the other three fall in line correctly with the math. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the one with the women though, having one person (laughs) in between two people with identical records yeah, that doesn't seem to gel mathematically. <laughs> Makes no sense. Look, you can have your rankings. If you want to do rankings, do rankings. But at least give us the criteria so that they make sense. If it's not solely based on win-loss records, tell us that and then tell us what it is based on. Yes. Um, I'm a mathematician. I can't take it. <laughs> it just eats away at you. I, I can't take it. Uh, well, let's let's jump across... The pond, and let's let's hear about some stardom. (laughs) The other other pond, but yes. The other pond. (laughs) Um, Yeah, stardom, yes. All right, so we had some follow-up. They had a couple more shows after the pay-per-view. And so uh, we got to see Starlight Kid as part of Oedo Tai, Mm. now facing off against Mayu in Stars. Um, So I was interested to see, would the dynamic be the same as Fukigan Death, who fully embraced the Oedo Tai 
way of thinking. And no, it's not. She's cooperating. She's trying to win matches because she's competitive, but she's not happy about it. And she doesn't want to be there. So she's not, she hasn't turned heel. She's with the heel team against her will. So they're going a different route with it. Um, curious to see how this all ends up. Uh, clearly the the issues with stars and Oedo tie not done. I think we'll, we'll see probably more trading. I mean, right now stars is down to three people. They, they had like eight people a few months ago and they're down to three, four, if you count jungle Kiona, but she's injured. Right. Um, so I don't count her right now. Although I'd love to see her come back, please. I, 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 I've heard she's not going to be back for a while that she's still pretty hurt. But mm. again, she was moving around all right at the Hanukkah show. So we'll see. But as it is, they only have three people. So uh, yeah, but I like that the dynamic is different and Starlight Kid didn't just suddenly decide that she loved being with Oedo Tai. Um, so we'll see, we'll see where that goes. Uh, with the upcoming at the, at the July 4th show match for the uh, vacant future of stardom championship between uh, Unagi Sayaka and Mina Shirakawa, both in cosmic angels, it looks like there's some dissension in the ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, a trios match cosmic angels uh, against, uh, I don't remember which team it was, but at the end, Unagi Sayaka threw out a challenge to the team. It went to a draw. So she threw out a challenge to defend their their uh, Artists of Stardom Championships against whichever team that was. I crammed. I, I, watched, <laughs> I watched two shows in one day, and it's all kind of blurring together. Um, but it doesn't matter. Because Tom Nakano kind of took the mic and said, let's calm down. Like We've already got a, a defense coming up mm-hmm. against Oedo Tai. Um, let's get through that first. And she was being good natured about it. But then Mina Shirakawa was like, you don't get to decide on your own. Like she was pissed. Um, and then the next show, uh, Mina loses. Tom is trying to console her and help her to the back. And she shoves Tom away and storms off back into the locker room. So I, I'm hoping... This is just to help build to that tournament final and that they're not going to split the Cosmic Angels because I love them. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't split them. Um, add to them. Don't, don't tear them apart. Um, so yeah, just after I got my photo book. That's right. <laughs> oh, so, goodness. yeah. But uh, that, other than that, not much in terms of uh, storyline progression. Uh, we do have the big show coming up on July 4th with that with that uh, tournament final. And then Tom defending the white belt against uh, Sai Kamitani, who won the Cinderella tournament. And then um, Natsuko Tora getting her shot at Utami Hayashista's red belt. And that's all we know right now for that show. Excellent. Sounds good, though. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, well, thank you for the stardom update. Let's jump into some NXT and uh, returning to action, the genius of the sky, Io Shirai, tagging up with Zoe Stark, taking on the Robert Stone brand of Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Jessica, Jesse Kamea, yes. Um, in a tag match. Uh, and I kind of like uh, them talking in the back, like they're teaming up, but they don't really, well, Io doesn't really like her. <laughs> right. So yeah. interesting little dynamic there, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, but yeah, good match. And of course kind of broke down afterward at the end. And we had, 
the way coming out with uh candace and indy and then um we had dakota and um raquel Raquel. Mm -hmm. and shotzi and ember and all laying claim as to who is the number one contender uh for the tag belts and uh, then we got joe coming out with a swarm (laughs) of uh, uh of security and saying it ain't gonna happen we're gonna have a brawl but unfortunately it does mean we're gonna get a triple threat tag match uh unfortunately was that you or joe saying unfortunately no that was me okay okay um (laughs) like i hate to do this we're getting another (laughs) multi uh like non-standard tag match or one-on-one whatever to figure out who the number one contender is and again i'd rather do that for the number one contender than for the title though well that's true um for me and not to take anything away from raquel and dakota but don't we have anything else for Raquel, the champion, to be doing right now? <laughs> right. Rather than be yeah. in the tag team storyline? And Ember and Shotzi, we've we've been there. Yeah. Um, so I I I I'm pulling for Eo and Zoe here. I like that they're doing something with Zoe again. I was you remember I was worried a few weeks ago when yes. they just kind of threw her out there for that random match and really didn't even talk about her, but now they're doing something with her again. So that makes yeah. me happy. You you're you're not if you're teaming with Eo Shirai, you're doing okay. Yes most most assuredly um so yeah very very excited to have them back and i hope it does end up being eo and zoe versus candace and indy i think that is the the best way to go out of this um we also had a big reveal of course uh we've been been talking about it uh for a while they i guess the the tease of this started what about a month month and a half ago maybe Mm-hmm. with the diamond mine and of course all the speculation was you know tessa blanchard part of it you know what what is this is it one person is it what is it and it turns out it's a stable <laughs> um yep and a returning roderick strong yeah we wondered what the deal was with him yeah with him quitting and mm-hmm. then being off tv for again about a month month and a half i guess i feel like it was more i feel like it might have been even longer than that it might be longer it, yeah um but then shows up and it's him, Malcolm Bivens, um, Tyler Rust, Tyler Rust, and, and Hideki Suzuki. Hideki Suzuki, yeah, who is a, a new addition to NXT. He's rather right. uh, brand new, basically. Um, and of course, they were beating down. Um, I'm blanking. Uh, uh, oh, gosh. It was after the cruiserweight match. Uh, Kushida. Kushida, yes. Yeah. Um, Beating down Kushida after the match uh, and kind of laying claim there in the main event. And apparently, from what I read, they were wanted to debut this earlier, but they, they put pause on it because they wanted to give it that main event of NXT. Yeah, spot. put a proper spotlight on it. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and by I, the way, the, the main event of this show was another good example of a TV main event, an appropriate TV main event, Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, yes. I think that's a perfectly acceptable television main event and more of what we should be seeing on shows like Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, good match too. I liked uh, Kashida and Kyle Riley before mm-hmm. everything happened at the end, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested for the diamond mind. Um, I think Malcolm Bivens is a good mouthpiece. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, and you got three very talented, perf- well, two that we know are very talented for what we've seen. I'm not very knowledgeable about Hideki. Uh, so yeah, with a wait and see with that 
but I am interested to see where they go with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does look like uh, we may be building to Bronson Reed and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yes. Speaking um, of another stable with Hit Row. And uh, speaking of Bronson Reed, uh, of course, internet was ablaze that he and Karrion Cross basically did a, what they are saying is kind of like a tryout dark match. They were um, on main event. Well, yeah, yo, yeah, that's actually they were on main event as well. Um, but they had previously, uh, before main event, there was another match where they had them. I guess it might have been uh, right before Hell in a Cell or during that weekend. Mm-hmm. They uh, were in a dark match, and so interesting. Uh, a yeah. lot of apparently backlash over carrying Cross main event because his entrance was terrible. <laughs> and yes, Scarlet. No, right, yeah. Bronson Reed beat uh, Drew Gulak, mm-hmm. and then Karen Cross beat Shelton Benjamin. And yeah, the the entrance was just bland and nothing. No Scarlet, no lighting. I mean, he just walked out. And- like, <laughs> please tell me this is not the idea you have for bringing him to one of the big shows. If you're about to call him up, I think oh it was God. just they they didn't want to put the effort in the main event. Is just my guess. It's very possible. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it so, was odd. It was an odd episode of main event, and it definitely made me scratch my head as to what's 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 going on here. Yeah, but also interesting to see. That, I mean, it could be that with the draft around the corner, those two could be earmarked for Raw or SmackDown. Um, yeah, with, with well, they need to be losing like some titles. Yeah, um, and I, you know, the draft coming up. Just kind of going off on a little tangent here um, is going to be their chance with crowds coming back live to hit the reset button on uh some shows uh and and shake things up and then maybe course correct on some superstars that they Mm -hmm. maybe haven't been using well or haven't used well at all throughout the pandemic Mm -hmm. so i am interested to see what happens when we do get to the draft of course like i think it's uh the two nights there at the end of the month august 30th and like september 3rd Mm -hmm. or something like that so uh be interesting to see what they do uh let's uh jump into hell in a cell since we mentioned it there we can get into the results here of what went down. i won you did what was the final tally uh because was it just the one match we that we did it, it was yeah it was just the one match and I, technically i didn't i didn't get them all right because of the raw women's championship because predicted Rhea to win the match which she technically did not true but True. I think I think you and I were both thinking about who would be walking out as champion. Yes. Um, but I mean that's not what we predicted. So technically, I went uh, six and yeah, six and one if you count Reigns and Ray. Okay. And if not, it'd be five and one, and you you would have gone uh, four and two, two. Yeah. 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 Cool. Rock on. Yeah, because I get you called uh, uh, Rollins. Rollins mm-hmm. and I called Cesaro. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, we'll get into that though. Of course, we had a, a show on the uh, match on the kickoff, uh, which was uh, Natalia with Tamina uh, in a singles match taking on Mandy Rose. Of course, Dana Brooke with her and Natalia picking up the win here. They're definitely uh, booking the, the tag team champions correctly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to what they were doing. Uh, to Naya and poor Shayna. Yeah, and they're not <laughs> feuding with a singles champion, so that's good too. True. It's a, it's a tag team versus a tag team, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. I, I Dana it. and Mandy are putting real effort into looking like a tag team, and I appreciate it. Yes. 
Yes, and I, and coordinating their gear and yeah, I like what they're doing. Like I say, I like this match. I thought Mandy Rose uh, is starting to show a lot more promise with her improvement in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not quite there yet, I feel, but she's getting there. When and... she first showed up, you know, she was on Tough Enough. Mm-hmm. And then the next time we saw her in the ring, she was far better than I thought she was going to be. And then it just took a long time for her to get significantly better after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought she was horrible. Right. Um, but she also had, didn't progress at the speed that I thought she might. But I do agree that, that she's definitely getting there. Yes. Now. Um, of course, like I say, Natalia picking up the win via submission. Uh, then we kick off uh, Hell in a Cell proper with the women's Hell in a Cell match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defending the belt against Bailey. And this was good. This it was, was excellent. Good. This uh, was some good storytelling, which, yes, you know, Bailey's was. in there. And, yeah. and Bianca too, but you know, Bailey has a long history of being a great storyteller. So no surprise there. Um, they, they didn't, they didn't lean on any crutches. They tried to do new stuff. They tried to tell a new story and I thought they succeeded. I love the callback uh, to the Sasha and Bailey Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Which part? The, oh, with the akendo sticks taped. Oh yes. Yes. Right, 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 right. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. fantastic. And, <laughs> I love it. Shut up, Michael. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they know. <laughs> they know, Michael. They know. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was a great moment. Because, you know, with the crowd noise piped in, sometimes you forget that they can hear each other clear as a bell. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. Now. They can hear everything the commentary team is oh. saying. Yeah. So I thought that was, was pretty interesting. And I love that. Um, of course, Bianca picking up the win. And uh, yeah, great match. Uh, next, we roll into, again, the match that we differed on, Seth Rollins against Cesaro. Seth Rollins ended up picking up the uh, pinfall here in a good match. Again, it was. It was a very good match. Did not expect these two to not put a good match on. Um, mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. Uh, and now we have uh, these rumors of Seth Rollins maybe uh, gearing up for a program with Edge when he returns. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes him defeating Cesaro here make a lot more sense. As far yeah, as and, well, and it wasn't like a it wasn't a dominant win. Like he got no, it in a small no. package. So Cesaro comes out looking okay. Yeah, because uh, he got two dominant wins over yes. Seth along the way. Um, Seth eats one out here, and I kind of thought he would because I figured they'd want to keep him a little strong at least for whatever's coming next, and that's why I picked him. I didn't see him losing three. Um, but do we know Edge is coming back? Well, I mean, that again, speculation. Now, we, I, I think he is being maybe advertised for a show in September. Okay. Uh, is where people are speculating he's come back. And then they were talking about, you know, again, insider information with a grain of salt was mm-hmm. that he would come back and it would be Rollins and Edge in a program. So mm-hmm. okay. we'll see. We'll yeah, see we'll what see. happens. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you do have Stephanie McMahon who sits there and promising surprises for SummerSlam that SummerSlam is basically going to be WrestleMania proper mm-hmm. for this year. So um, that could be a big return for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on the card, but, you know, Edge showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I jumping- still love that it's on Saturday. I love that it's on Saturday. Yes. You know, get up the next morning and go teach. Yeah. I, I, all pay-per-views on Saturdays. Let's do it. I dig it. I, I fully support it. Fully support it. Yeah. Hopefully this will be a huge success and they'll actually seriously consider it. Right. It would be nice. 
next, of course, we had Alexa Bliss taking on Shayna Baszler. Uh, Nia Jackson, Reginald at ringside. And I liked this too a lot. I really did. Um, I, I hated that Shayna was the one that had to be put in this position. Right. But uh, given what the match was, it went the way it should have for Alexa's sake. Yeah. And I uh, uh, kudos to Shayna for the entertainment part of this. And, and, you know, with the whole gimmick, I dig it. With uh, a Bliss kind of having that power or hypnosis kind of thing was kind of cool and i like what they're doing with that very interesting to see where they go with this because of course lily's still on timeout um so and they keep referencing lily so i don't think that's done i I guess it is just a pause um and i guess maybe and maybe like i said like i've wanted and speculated that she might have a fiend-esque alter persona maybe they're saving that for live crowd yeah maybe could be we have Um, to get there come on I mean, we have to get to that. It seems so logical. Let's come right on, do it. Um, but uh, Lex, of course, picking up the win. Uh, really enjoyed that. Next, we had, uh, and this kind of thrown together on SmackDown, Sami Zayn taking on Kevin Owens. And I'm telling you, fight forever. Put them on every pay-per-view. I won't be unhappy. Oh, it's <laughs> it's always good. when It's going to be good. Wrestle. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was a different match from, yeah. from the other matches that they've had. Completely different with Kevin having to sell, you know, the, the injured ribs and yeah. all that. And by the way, he sold so well, that shoulder, I was half convinced he was actually hurt. Yeah. Um, this match played out perfectly. I love Sammy getting the victory here. Um, I, I kind of want Sami Zayn money in the bank winner. You know, it would be really, really cool. Oh, that would be so fun. I mean, come he, on. He would annoy everyone so much. Yes! And the more yes! annoyed that people who aren't me are, the happier I am. <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, unfortunately, I have this this deep fear that Drew is going to win the money in the bank. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll talk about we'll that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but let's move on. Uh, we got Charlotte Flair again against Rhea Ripley. We, we mentioned it earlier. Charlotte Flair technically picking up a victory here via disqualification, uh, playing out that you know Rhea pretty much intentionally got herself disqualified so she could retain her championship, solidifying that yes, I guess Rhea is a heel, and so is Charlotte. Been saying it for like two months, people were online were saying it's a double turn or something that makes no sense. First of all, I've been telling you. Then Rhea is a heel since WrestleMania. And number two, what what has Charlotte done that's yeah, been that, face-like? Yeah. <laughs> that what? Yeah. So, uh, and I think because you tweeted me, your prediction was that Becky might show up, which would have been right. awesome. And I think we're go- we're, that's going to happen. Uh, she's been working out a lot. She was at the Performance Center recently doing workouts. So, uh, I think that is earmarked for SummerSlam, definitely for the live crowds. Um, I would think maybe Money in the Bank. Well, I mean, that's to probably set like, up a match for SummerSlam. I don't think that's when she'll show up. It's probably Money in the Bank, but yeah. obviously leading to a big match at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which will probably be her versus Rhea. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. is what they're going to go for. Uh, so when when you can you can ram your opponent's head into the table and it's fine, but if you ram the table into their head, you get disqualified. Yeah, apparently. If you throw them into an inanimate object, that's that's fine. But if you use that object, that's the illegal part. 
I love wrestling. I know, right? <laughs> wrestling, where there's all kinds of rules and none of the points matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Um, and of course, led to our main event, which was Bobby Lashley defending his Raw, or not Raw, the, <laughs> the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre in the Hell in a Cell. MVP, of course, with him at ringside. Well, outside the ring at first. Um, and I loved how this played out. I did. I really liked it. I thought they had some smart stuff that went on, uh, you know, with the ref bump and the other ref had to get in. And that's MVP's way of sneaking in the ring uh, inside Hell in a Cell. Thought that was great. Uh, we did have a little bit of a production faux pas during this match, which I pointed hey, out. Hey, Young's baby. Yes. A mysterious hand was glimpsed in the frame for just a second. And you notice when they showed the replay going forward, they didn't show him on the ground after the impact again. Thing from the Adams family. Uh, and supposedly, uh, somebody said it might have been, there might have been a crash pad outside and that was mm-hmm. removing it before they yeah. had the camera cut and it, the hand just wasn't gone fast enough. Right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, May Young's and Mark Henry's baby underneath the ring still employed after all these years good for it yes <laughs> but yeah uh, uh, the, the the match was better than i thought it might be i i do think they they unlike uh bianca and bailey they did rely on some typical hell in a cell crutches with all the weapons and stuff like that but uh i i think that was that was compensated for because the end the climax uh, they did a very good job of, of teasing a finish and making you feel like the match was about to end and then it didn't end. Um, they were teasing hitting finishers instead of getting hit with finishers and kicking out. Um, so, and and I like that. It was better than what I'm used to seeing from Drew McIntyre, to be honest. And so I will give give the man credit when he does a good job and this was good. And so I think between this match and uh, Bailey and Bianca it just kind of depends on your taste as to which one you preferred. Um, I, I would still probably go with the women's match, mm-hmm. but I would understand if uh, someone thought that Drew and uh, Lashley was the match of the night too. Very yeah. different style matches. It just depends on what you like. Yes, definitely. Um, I think I like uh, again. I'm, I kind of side with you. I like the Bianca and Bailey match a little bit better for the Hell in the Cell matches, but I think Owens and and Zane was probably my favorite match. Oh, wow. The okay. They're excellent storytelling in that match. Yes. Um, yeah. Again, and it was just because that one, that one had me hooked from start yeah. to finish. Cause I knew it was going to be good because it's the two of them. Mm-hmm. And, and then again, the storytelling selling the, the injury and everything. And then Sammy getting the victory was just the button. So I, I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to raw. And uh, the divisive stuff we're going to be talking about. Uh, let's kick off with, uh, you know, we opened the show with uh, Eva Marie and uh, Dewdrop, <laughs> um, who was as shocked as we all were <laughs> upon finding this out. And they're in a tag match against uh, Naomi and Asuka. Mm-hmm. For Money in the Bank qualifying. Money in the Bank qualifying. And of course, uh, Eva starts out, but then hops out of the ring real quick as I kind of expected that to happen. Again, they've fallen right back into the uh, not going to show her in the ring much at first. 
so she typed, she tagged in Dewdrop. Um, but then along the way, Dewdrop decided, nah, you're going to get in there and you're not going to tag me back in. <laughs> I'm not having this. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. I thought Eva Marie was going to win Money in the Bank. Yeah. That was like, oh, God. <laughs> but yeah. thankfully, she's not. <laughs> right. Definitely not now. Uh, as she is out, Asuka and Naomi are in, um, which is awesome. And uh, thankfully, maybe we'll get like a, a mini program with Eva and Piper slash Dewdrop. <laughs> and we'll establish Piper Niven on her own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this clearly wasn't what we all thought it was going to be. Does she was about to say her name was Piper Niven. Yep. So th- this wasn't something to, to suppress Piper Niven or to diminish Piper Niven. This was something to increase the heat on Eva Marie. Yes. Is what this was. And so um, from that moment, when she started to uh, introduce herself as Piper, uh, I thought, oh, we're going to get to a point where she eventually like shouts, my name is Piper Niven or something like that. Apparently it's coming a lot sooner than I thought it was going to, uh, which I'm cool with uh, um, because Piper is excellent. She's excellent. She makes, um, from what I've seen, a better face than a heel. So I I like her turning on Eva. I'm not convinced it's a complete turn yet. Right. Uh, I I think it might just be like a, you know, a a disagreement on week one and maybe they'll try again next time. Like, Uh, oh, no, no, you're not going to use me like this. Right. 50 50 or I'm out of here kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, So maybe trouble in the relationship, but not a split. Um, But we'll get there. Um, And she she, clearly Dewdrop is not going to be her permanent name. So we can all stop freaking out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm interested to see where they go forward with that. Uh, of course, other Money in the Bank qualifiers going on during the night. Um, we got, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> well, we had Ricochet beat Randy Orton. Yeah, Ricochet beating Randy Orton um, because of inadvertent distraction, I guess, from Riddle. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. Was it Ricochet? Wait, who did Johnny Drip Drip defeat? Um, he beat... Um, I thought he beat Orton. Did he? Oh, okay. He did because Riddle oh, chased... Oh, Ricochet. I'm sorry. Ricochet beat AJ Styles. Yes, Ricochet beat AJ Styles. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, John Morrison uh, picking up the victory over Randy because I did like this spot with Miz rolling away in his wheelchair and out come Riddle on the, the little scooter. Just, uh, I thought that was cool. Um, and then, of course, Riddle qualifying uh, for Money in the Bank, picking up the victory over Drew? Yeah. Yeah, Drew. Drew McIntyre with a victory uh, roll. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Interesting. Three, interesting. three big upsets, mm-hmm. um, which I loved. Yes, I, uh, I, I don't know that Morrison needed to be the guy. I think they, there may have been better options. True. Um, but I, I'll say this from a standpoint of you want to make that match, the Money in the Bank ladder match, spectacle. Right. Ricochet and Morrison are two yeah. really good people to have in there as far yeah. as what's going to be crazy. Plus, you've got the Miz in the mix with Morrison in there, too. So yeah. that, that's a good thing as well. So that could be very, very interesting. Uh, be interested to see who all they add to it. 
Yeah. I'm sure we'll get some on SmackDown this week. Yep. I would imagine. But just when we thought we were out of the woods and we're like, oh, Drew's not going to be in Money in the Bank. (laughs) The three losers get a second shot next week in a triple threat match. Now, I'm not convinced Drew's going to win because Jinder Mahal made some threats about taking some people out. And it wouldn't surprise me if Drew was his target. And then they could have them do a little program to get Drew kind of keep him doing something, but keep mm-hmm. him out of the title spotlight. Right. Right. Um, and you have, again, as we've said, there's built in story there with three MB and their former relationship uh, yeah. as partners. So I, uh, and let's be honest, AJ Styles would be the, the best of the three to be in a money in the bank match. Yes. Yes. Cause I don't want it to be Orton because I don't want them to break the two of them up too soon. Yeah, with Riddle being in the match as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'd like it better if Orton was not in the match and maybe would embrace, uh, you know, giving advice to to Riddle, leading into mm-hmm. it, leading up to it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, AJ Styles would definitely be uh, the better to add to what you already have there to make it more exciting. Yeah, from a match standpoint. So totally agree. Uh, on the women's side, of course, we'll let's go ahead and. Start this off talking about the gimmick change, a little course correction for Nikki Cross. And uh, she debuted her new gimmick and outfit and music, and she's a superhero. She's a superhero. Yeah. And uh, I guess she's calling like the spirit. Oh, is she? I missed that. Well, I mean, she just kept using the word, this is our spirit. Oh, okay. So maybe that's where they're going. I mean, it might just be Nikki Cross, but. Um, the way she was using the word, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe, you know, that was kind of her AKA the spirit, mm-hmm. <laughs> her yeah. superhero name. Um, right. But uh, what did you think of this? I loved it. Me too. Now, a lot of people don't. <laughs> oh, big shock. Yeah. Big had shock. Had just reacted off their gut instead of stopping to think about it. I can't believe it. Wait, it can't be people on the internet. I or know. Pe- right? was people on the internet. Oh yeah, of course. And oh. my, my favorite thing is how there's like, oh man, creative just, God, this is why they suck. I'm like, okay, A, it wasn't creative's idea. No, it wasn't. This is what Nikki wanted to do and has wanted to do. Yeah. Um, she pitched it. She got it greenlit. She made it come to fruition. And what more can you want if it's something that somebody wants to do? Mm-hmm. And if it yeah. gets over, which I think with crowds back, it will she's so endearing with it yes and i mean let's look back at history hurricane superhero gimmick got over Mm -hmm. mighty Mighty molly Molly. got over so come on you can't tell me that this isn't going to be over like rover it's going to be over Um, and we've been saying this is what we need more of we need more characters rather than just people with first and last names you can have that too but they've got to have charisma to make that work. Yes. And if they don't have the charisma, like a Shawn Michaels or the wrestling skill with charisma, like a Bret Hart to just make a first and a last name with maybe a nickname thrown in work, Mm -hmm. then they need a gimmick. And I'm not saying she doesn't have that charisma, but she clearly feels this and she's into this and Mm -hmm. she believes in it. And we're going to believe in it too. I already do. Me too. And another thing, a point to bring up is, Okay, this gimmick, what she's doing, this isn't for the 40 and over, the 30 and over crowd that's watching wrestling. This is for the kids. This is for the younger generation to latch on to. 
And I, I think it's going to be big. I think it's going to be huge. I want to see Nikki in the bank. I'd love to see them mm-hmm. put the money in the bank briefcase on Nikki cross. Uh, and there's a chance it'll happen because she did qualify uh, her and Alexa, of course, tagging up together um, to take on what? Nye and Reginald. No, Reginald, Nye and Shayna, not Nye and Reginald. Yes. Nye and Shayna. <laughs> With Santina here, Santina here, uh, but yeah, uh, picking up the victory, and of course, Alexa, some more of the spooky stuff happened. Only this time, mm-hmm. she controlled Reginald, yeah. Um, uh, interesting having him smack Naya, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like too that they did play on history because you know, Alexa and Nikki were tag team, they were two time tag team champions, so they have an established history, mm-hmm. and so uh, it was two legit tag teams. Yeah, competing in this match. So I was, yeah, I like that. And and it, and, it, and it, but then at the same time, it's like, okay, uh, I want Nikki in the bank, but then Alexa's in the match too. <laughs> I'm hoping for a Liv Morgan win. Oh, that would also be excellent. Like, yeah. there's there's a lot of potential that they could go with, and it's going to be great about. And what I really like about the Money in the Bank matches because a lot of times these are hard to call. Yes, these are they're very hard. hard to to call. In fact, they're pretty much always hard to call as who's going to pick up this victory and be that money in the bank winner. So I am excited um, and can't wait for that. Uh, we had another hell in a cell match yeah. <laughs> and maybe this was to placate the USA network. It's what it felt like because of what happened with them moving reigns and Ray to SmackDown. So we got Bobby Lashley taking on Xavier Woods in a hell in a cell match. This was great. Xavier was great. Um, we're getting the story, which is obviously going to lead us to Lashley and Kofi uh, for Money in the Bank. Yeah. Which, well, they've already announced. Well, that yeah. Match. Um, yeah. So yeah. But I think this is great. Uh, I, I'm 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 excited. I am very excited. Again, that we're getting Kofi and Bobby. I think that's awesome. But I like how we're in the past couple months. We've really gotten to see more of Xavier Woods and his potential. Yeah, because um, he is very talented, and I think he could easily have a, a good singles run in him. He does mm-hmm. not have to be relegated to the tag division. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. He's shown it. He's shown it in his performances. Again, that match with Riddle, mm-hmm. uh, this match here with, with Lashley. Yeah. So, um, I and if they do King of the Ring, put him in it. Yeah. Let him do it. Why not? Yes. King X. I like it. King yeah. Xavier. Uh, be very cool. Um, yeah. Anything else from Raw you want to touch on? No, I'm good. I'm good. I thought it was a good Raw. Yes, it was, this, it was one of the better Raws. Recently. This was a yeah, it, probably the best Raw we've had probably in the past month. Yeah, it was probably more than that. Now yeah. they they were they had the benefit of having these qualifying matches, which made it interesting. Yes, you you, you don't have that luxury every week, so you know they've got to come up with something to to be just as interesting without being able to lean on the qualifying match crutch but you know we'll see yeah um that's pretty much our show this week um like i say not as long as some of our other shows but hey sometimes they're going to be short kind of to the point uh should have plenty of aw to talk about next week we have two shows to go over as well as our normal rundowns of nxt smackdown and raw and the and stardom. stardom update yeah 
So, yeah, so lots of stuff next week. Probably a longer show next week, definitely. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in again. Uh, if you got any ideas for us, you got any comments, anything, please send it to us. But uh, what, what was one thing you loved this week? I was hoping you wouldn't you wouldn't bring it up earlier, <laughs> but you already did. I loved the slow speed chase of the Miz oh. in the wheelchair <laughs> yes. and Riddle on the scooter. Um, yes. How could you not laugh at that? <laughs> yes, uh, Riddle is doing a fantastic job. He's he's one that's doing it. He's creating a character for himself with mm-hmm. just a first and a last name, and he's doing a great job with it. He's found that perfect balance of wrestler and entertainer, and yes. just keep doing what you're doing. You mean just a last name? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're right. Yeah. Which I I hate. I think it should be Matt. Ray, I do too. Anyway. I think it's stupid. But yeah. no, that was a great mine. Uh, again, on the humorous side, I love uh, Johnny Gargano returning the pencil to William Regal <laughs> that he broke because that's obviously the only pencil, <laughs> right? Oh well, yeah, that Regal's yeah. ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that that's was me. great. I like I like the humor from from Johnny Gargano this week in the yeah. way. I thought that yeah. was great. Um, and just kind of a side note kind of looks like maybe they're going to turn the way face it's what it feels like kind of feels like that's what we're headed for um mm-hmm. which i i'm fine with as long as they keep the humor i'm right. i'm fine with it right well um, it's hard not to like them indy hartwell is just so funny and yeah austin theory playing his dunce is just yeah that's he he should he'll never convince me he's intelligent so he should just keep doing this <laughs> uh, yeah so just yeah I i love what they're doing Yes. Uh, Austin, I'll never be able to form my own theory. Uh, right. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that's our show, everybody. Tune in next week for another uh, stunning, astounding episode of Positively Wrestling. Contact us on Twitter at plus WrestleCast. That's P-L-U-S WrestleCast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at Bizarro Doom. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. And remember to download the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Matane. <laughs>